Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, I think the only thing we're going to be talking about here in the state of Wisconsin for the most part is this weather. It is doggone dangerous out there this morning. I'm Pam Youngke, and I speak with experience. I was uh, sitting in my truck in the garage, took a look at the thermometer. While it was in the garage, it was 18 above. By the time that I got it to the studio, which is just a short drive, the temperature had dropped 32 degrees. We are under winter chill advisories in effect until about noon today for basically all of our listing area. Dangerous conditions. Wind chills could take you to minus 20 to minus 35 degrees in some areas. You'll see sunshine today. It's not going to warm up a whole lot, though. 11 is our expected high. Tomorrow, a little bit better. Some partly sunny skies, 29. Friday, snow back in the forecast, 13 degrees. We'll talk details with Stumach, our ag meteorologist. He joins us in about 15 minutes. Input costs, succession planning. Where are these markets going? They're talking about it all at the 2022 Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. I'm PM Yankee, and I'll be broadcasting live from the trade show floor with my friends from Compure Financial, committed to agriculture and rural America. Find out more about them at Compure.com. Register today for the Corn Soy Expo at CornSoyExpo.org. Then plan on joining us at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, February 3rd and 4th for Wisconsin's premier grower event. Dr. Sean Conley, University of Wisconsin Extension Soybean Specialist, previews the mold, weed, and pest management topics on the agenda at the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo happening February 3rd and 4th. Damon is probably the nation's expert in white mold. So he will be obviously talking about some of the new and exciting research he's doing with white mold management, including updates to his forecaster app, uh, looking at new fungicides that have been uh, approved for use in, in white mold, and just looking at better ways for farmers to sustainably manage that that pest. In addition to that, he works on the corn side, and last year we saw tar spot quite a bit across the state of Wisconsin, and I think if you had any type of disease problems or looking forward to next year when, you know, who knows what's going to drop, what hat's going to drop next year, I think looking at Damon, and he's going to have some really cool research on the disease side. Register now for the 2022 Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo at cornsoyexpo.org. February 3rd and 4th in the Wisconsin Dells. It's considered Wisconsin's premier grower event, and I'll be there. Coming up February 3rd and 4th, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, it's the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. I'll be partnered up with my friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Association and the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board to bring you the latest from the Kalahari Resort. This year, focused in on a lot of the supply chain challenges that farmers are going to be facing and the escalated prices that they're going to be looking at for all inputs. Find out more and get registered, cornsoyexpo.org. It is January in Wisconsin, and with January, we have our cold weather. Those cattle take on some extra calories just to keep everything going and everything warm for them. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn, and Aaron had the opportunity to talk to Bill Halfman about the calories needed to keep those cattle going. 
Yeah, definitely, Jill. And I had the chance to talk with, as you say, Bill Haffen. He's the UW Extension Ag Agent in Monroe County. Aaron Zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And, you know, on those cold days, I feel like I end up filling our bale feeders here at home way faster than I do on the warm days. But that's because those animals are burning so many calories, not to just maintain their weight and continue to grow a calf inside of them, but also to stay warm. We talked a little bit about that, some of the tips or supplements that you can use to continue to keep those animals going, keep those animals warm and fulfill those extra calories that they're going to need in the cold Wisconsin winters? That's a good question. Um, and that's going to vary. And so if we look at the, if we look at that, um, and start looking at the different aspects that come into play there, um, cattle have a temperature range that, um, that they are most comfortable in. Um, we kind of call it the, uh, thermo neutral range. Um, but once we get, below that then that then they start to require extra energy because they're losing heat faster than what their body would normally produce it and depending on the their hair coat um and depending on their how clean their hair coat is in addition to how thick it is um whether they're out in the wind or whether they're sheltered from the wind all of those kinds of things can come into play to change the amount of extra calories um, that they would need in order to get enough energy in them to maintain their body weight. If they don't get enough energy into them, then they would start to lose weight. So kind of a general rule of thumb, some work is, a fair amount of work on this topic has been done in uh, at North Dakota State. And, you know, when we look at that, if we take our typical beef cow that's got a nice thick uh, winter coat and it's clean, uh, doesn't have manure built up on it so that all the hairs are, are nice and fluffy and it can trap air to serve as an insulation. Uh, we might see that, uh, that that cow may be just fine down to, you know, even around 5 to 10 degrees. Um, but once we get below that, then their energy needs start to go up. And a lot of times with cattle, when possible, they will actually kind of automatically eat more um, to try to get that energy intake in. Now, if their their hay is poor enough quality where that, that's not going to meet their needs, then we would need to add some supplemental feed for them during that time to, to help make up that difference in energy. Now, when they're, you know, needing some more calories, as you say, and, and we may have to supplement, what are some of those things that we can feed that I guess are going to give us the most bang for our buck in delivering good quality, you know, feed and good calorie amounts to those livestock to continue to the cattle to continue maintaining condition and keeping them warm. So typically, if we're looking at um, a hay that does have enough protein in it, um, that it is a good enough hay as far as protein, and you know, this is a good opportunity to encourage people to test their feed so they know what they've got and uh, work with their nutritionists. Uh, put rations together to, to get the most uh, bang for their buck out of the feed resources they have. But if we're looking at just needing some extra energy to go with that, typically we might be looking at corn. That's probably going to be our most common one uh, from a cost standpoint. Sometimes, uh, depending on how price differentials are, and and if uh, maybe a little extra uh, protein is needed because uh, the hay that they are getting is, is low enough, uh, or maybe they're getting corn stalks for roughage and we're supplementing that. Then we might use something like distiller's grains where we're getting um, both uh, energy and protein to help meet those uh, cattle needs. 
Now, you know, obviously corn prices aren't cheap and, and feed inputs continue to go up. What are some other maybe alternatives too? You mentioned corn stocks is maybe part of it, but what are some other alternatives that we can continue to, or buy products that we can continue to feed these cattle to reduce our high feed costs, but still give them some energy? So what I would encourage folks to do if they're looking at other things, I mean, we could look at maybe uh, some, some corn gluten feed or if we've got some small grains like barley or oats or something like that that's grown at home on the farm, um, you know, those are also sources of energy. But we really try to encourage people to calculate their uh, their cost per per energy basis on these feeds to find out what's the best best buy because most of our energy type feeds and grains uh corn is sort of the benchmark price that that all the rest of them sort of calculate their price off of unless there's um you know excess somewhere or shortage or something like that but you can also find sometimes we can find some food processing waste and things like that uh, in some parts of the country um or they've got uh, sweet corn processing plants you can get sweet corn silage and different things like that and we've even seen situations where um you know bakery waste or things like that if if something like that is is readily available close by that that could be used and you know when we're looking at those things it's always a good idea to work with work with a nutritionist to to include it in the correct amounts so we don't unintentionally cause some uh, other problems uh, some some metabolic disorders or some digestive upsets or things like that. Now, outside of the feed, I guess another thing that can come into play here is some of our management practices. So let's talk about some of those, you know, when it comes to bedding, windbreaks, those kind of things that can help reduce those number of calories that are expended in the winter. Yes, that's keeping the hair coat clean and dry and open so that it can trap air is very important. So bedding is important. And there's been a lot of research done on that uh, and also research done with feedlot cattle looking at adequate bedding versus uh, inadequate bedding. And uh, you can see some uh, some really big differences when those animals' those hair coat is, is, is not kept clean in the wintertime. There's been some work done uh, by, um, again, up in the high plains. And, uh, you know, at the time that they did it, they were saying with feed prices the way they were and bedding prices the way they were, that by providing sufficient bedding for those animals actually helped increase the net returns by close to $80 a head. Because if we think about that, not only if they're not clean, so their rate of gain is lower and they're burning more energy to, to stay warm, not only is their feed per pound of gain increase, but the number of days that they're on feed also increases because we have to feed them longer to get them to that same end point that uh, that the market is looking for. You know, in addition to bedding, uh, providing windbreaks, as long as uh, we can keep the cattle dry and out of the wind, that that can go a long way towards helping them reduce their their uh, needs to maintain themselves as far as our, our uh, cows go and, and keeping our you know, feedlot cattle growing the best we can in the colder conditions. And the windbreaks don't have to be fancy. Uh, you know, it could be a, just a wall, or it could be a wall that we make out of uh, round bales. And, you know, maybe we use the round bales for bedding once we get um, past the worst of the wintertime. So there are different ways we can do that that are, that are low-cost ways. Other things that are important from a cost standpoint, making sure that we're using techniques um, both with storage and uh, with feeding that help reduce the amount of waste. So if we can have a bunk that the feed goes into or or some of the uh, the 
most of the beef cattle get get their hay in, in big bales, uh, big rounds or big squares. If we can look at some of the work that shows uh, some of those big bale feeders that have shown to have less uh, waste of feed by the cattle, all those things will make sure that you know, our cattle get what they need and uh, in a manner that they they utilize as much of it as possible um, to be as cost efficient as possible. Another thing to keep in mind is in, in our part of the world, the majority of our beef cows calve in the spring sometime, and as they move into that last trimester, um, the nutritional needs of that cow, even under normal weather conditions, increase because that calf starts to grow a lot, and we got to remember to make sure as we're going through that time period to make sure that the hay and any other supplements that we would provide them does meet those additional needs. And also make sure that the animals have access to water. That's one of those nutrients that sometimes it's, it's very important for the animals, but sometimes it's easy for us to, to forget about. Well, that's Bill Halfman, UW Extension Ag Agent in Monroe County, talking a little bit about what it takes to keep our animals warm and keep their calorie intakes correct through the Wisconsin winters. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You've collected a lifetime of jewelry. Some of it you'll never give up. Others, well, it can continue to be hidden away or you can repurpose it and bring it back to life with the help of William Thomas Custom Jewelry. The master designers at William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create that one-of-a-kind piece that's redesigned, updated, and uniquely you. Something you'll definitely want to show off the minute you put it on. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. The Bergstrom used car sale is underway at all Bergstrom locations. Get 1.89% financing for six years on over 2,000 used SUVs, trucks, and cars. Plus, inventory grows daily. Shop Wisconsin's largest used vehicle inventory, all with upfront pricing, including their exclusive seven-day lowest price protection guarantee and seven-day money-back guarantee. These vehicles are Primo Prime Select and Certified. Warranty included. Swap your old beater for something neater, as Bergstrom will give you top dollar for your trade-in. Plus, 1.89% financing for six years on over 2,000 used SUVs, trucks, and cars. Two approved credit on 2016 and newer vehicles. Older vehicles qualify for different rates. See store for details. Stop into any Bergstrom location today or shop and purchase at bergstromauto.com. Hurry! Bergstrom's financing offer during the used car sale ends January 31st, 2022. In today's ultra-competitive home market, it's important that you have a local lender on your side to get your offer accepted. Sellers and realtors want to work with me because they know there will be no surprises and the deal get done on time. Educated mortgage, the smartest way home. Call Dan, the mortgage man. NMLS Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, we are all in it together this morning. That's as far as Wisconsin's weather is concerned. Time for your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Stu Muck, our Ag Meteorologist, joining us. I'm just glancing at the latest temperatures that I've got. Now, these are the thermometer temperatures 
And uh, it looks like uh, Madison's minus 11 right now. Eau Claire minus 17. La Crosse minus 18. Fond du Lac minus 17. And again, what we've got to stress is that supposedly the thermometer temperature, the wind chill just gets downright dangerous. Yeah, you had that wind chill in there, and, and we're all in the same boat. The entire state of Wisconsin covered with a wind chill advisory today until noon. And we're talking this morning, wind chills down around 30, 35 below. It's important. Make sure you cover up. Don't uh, linger if you're not covered up properly outside. I know there's chores we have to do, but uh, try and hustle up to get out of that cold and certainly out of that breeze. High pressure is the culprit here. Still just off to our southwest. That's why we'll have a nice sunny day and that cold air will be in store. Believe it or not, though, our daytime highs will end up to be a little warmer than even yesterday. So even after this cold start, there is some chance of warming up a little bit today. And that's ahead of the next system. Way up in Canada, but a warm front out in the western Dakotas. That western Dakota warm front will try to bring a little more mild air our way. Temperatures, in fact, warm a bit more through the nighttime. We have a very mild day in store for tomorrow. Oh, there could be a little light snow because things do warm up just a bit. But that's about the most we'll talk about. Cooling somewhat as we head toward Friday, getting drier through the weekend. And temperatures will do their best to be closer to normal, at least around 20. And then if not up into the 20s, as we look on towards Sunday and into next week, a little more mild air will return. But the cold one this morning, the wind chill advisory till noon. We have to take it seriously. I'll have forecast details right after this. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. It is Wisconsin's premier grower event, Corn Soy Expo 2022, February 3rd and 4th, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. I'll be broadcasting with my friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Association. Data, data, data. You're generating it on your farm. How can you use it to find profitability this year? We're also looking at the high input costs farmers are facing of all sizes. How can you minimize that bill? CornSoyExpo.org. Broadcasting live with the Wisconsin Soybean Association. We'll see you there. Well, I'll tell you, today, Ag Day at the Capitol. It commences this morning at about 11 or so at Monona Terrace. Stu, and all I can think about is Stephanie Hoff walking from Monona Terrace up to the Capitol with this weather. Uh, cold, and I'll have to be the guy that says, at least they're going by all the hot air. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, the wind chill advisory in effect until noon. Sunny and cold two days. Single digits. We could be up around nine. There may be a 10 somewhere. And the west winds around 5 to 15 become south here in the afternoon. Wind chills this morning still down near 30 below. Overnight becoming mostly cloudy. Believe it or not, temperatures rise into the mid or even upper teens before daybreak. That's above zero. With the southwest wind about 5 to 15, gusting to 25. Still wind chill, no doubt about that. Partly, partly sunny, if you will, tomorrow. More like mostly cloudy skies develop. And there could be just a little light snow developing toward midday or the afternoon. We'll be up to near 29. There may be a straight 30. Southwest winds 5 to 15 becoming northwest tomorrow afternoon. 
by Friday with sunny skies, mid-teens, north winds about 5, more likely about 20 Saturday, Pam, mid or upper 20s by Sunday with some sunshine. A dry weekend is certainly on the way. Well, dry, yeah, anything that we can do to try to turn these temperatures around just a tad. But I guess, like you say, it's not unusual for this stage in January. Oh, no, and just it'll feel all different tomorrow morning and certainly tomorrow. All right, good deal. Stay warm yourself. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Stu. All right, catch you then. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist with weather details that you're looking for, brought to you courtesy this morning of Compure Financial. Compure Financial is your financial partner. Committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Here's a story that'll warm you up. Late one Saturday night, it was 15 below, maybe even 40 below. In Wisconsin, things change fast. Frank Cook, McFarland's roadside tire doctor, got a call. He jumped out of bed, kissed his wife, and delivered a new tire to George. George was happy. George liked his new tire, too. These are the facts. McFarland's one block south of Highway 12 at 780 Carolina Street in Sauk City. 200,000 square feet of problem solving, where service is a family tradition. So I wanted to talk with you and your mom today, Lily, because some people at school have noticed changes going on with you, and we're concerned. Like what? Who? Some of your friends, teachers. It sounds like you've lost interest in a lot of things lately. You're hanging with new friends? So? So, individually, maybe those things are no big deal, but taken together, and then the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana. Yeah, he was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and, and want to know what's going on. That's right. We just want to understand better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we just want to make sure you understand the negative consequences for someone your age. The physical and mental health effects, poor decision making, and the confusing legal aspects these days. So what do you say? Can we talk? For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. As a contractor, time is money. At Advanced Concrete, we pride ourselves on excellent service, like being on time with your delivery, having prompt and experienced drivers. We think you'll agree, Advanced Concrete outperforms the other guys. The concrete producing company. Producing concrete foundations to maintain concrete relationships. You want new floors, but you're not sure if you can do it yourself. With Wiseway Flooring Designers and Technicians, you'll have the knowledge and confidence to complete the job for a fraction of what you might think. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our helpful hints might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. When someone breaks important safety rules and drives negligently, a crash is often the result. 
If you're caught in a crash because another driver broke the rules, it can feel unfair, and for good reason. It's not fair when you're injured through no fault of your own. It's not fair when your life is now very different. We can help. At Clifford and Rihala, after decades of helping people injured because someone else broke the rules, we know what you're going through, and we're ready to stand by you. Here you'll find caring, compassionate attorneys committed to helping you recover everything you've lost. If you've been in a crash, call Clifford and Rihala for a free consultation on your injury claim. We'll fight to make things right so that now you're treated fairly. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. And that's five sacks for this defense in each of the last three games, and it's blocked! Up into the air and spinning inside the 10. Picked up and a touchdown! Hafanga got the return for the touchdown after the block by Jordan Willis and the special teams. It's been a problem for Green Bay all season long. Breaks down here with under five to go and we're an extra point away from a tie game wow here they come and there's the hand on it by willis number 94 he's able to get right through the middle what a job by him and then hufanga is able to pick it up and score kicking game is what we talked about coming in and the kicking game just knotted this thing up you could argue that was the difference in the game but I think there was more than just that play. I don't know exactly what happened. I'll have to go back and take a look at the tape. But, you know, we've had we had two blocks in this game, and that obviously it was played a big part in us coming up short. Oh, unbelievable. It's, it hurts and pains me to relive it, but I got to. And not a better way to do it than the sultry voice of our guy, Mike Clemens. Good morning, Mike. How are you, pal? Uh, you know, I've... I'm on cloud nine, Mike. I'm, we were talking about the no. five stages of grief right now. I'm in the anger stage still, I think. How, how are you? Uh, fine, fine. <laughs> I, I, I think it's to be expected because mm. um, you had you had a good roster, man. You really had a good roster, and you were getting guys back. And and so there was, there was all kinds of things in favor for this Packers team to, in fact, get to Los Angeles in a couple of weeks. And Kyle Shanahan's got this hard-hitting team that James Jones, you know, talked about on Bill's show that well, these guys are the hardest-hitting team in the NFL, and you have to be careful with these guys. And they started getting some of their guys back, 
and they you know they came from behind and put a whipping on on the Rams, who dominated the Buccaneers the other night. I mean, what does that say about what the 49ers are doing and how they're answering the bell right now? And so Kyle Shanahan is looking at this game last week, a week ago today, in Santa Clara, and he's saying, okay, I got a quarterback with a torn ligament in the, the thumb of his throwing hand, and now I'm being told he's also got a sore shoulder, a slight sprain in the, sho- in the throwing shoulder. So let's look at what, what can work for us. What how can we flip the game in the cold in Green Bay on a Saturday night? And, well, everybody knows, they know that the Packers have struggled on special teams. So he goes to his special teams coordinator, veteran guy, Richard Hightower, and says, you know, can you find some flaws in the Packers special teams? We can roll the dice and, and, and take a shot at this game at Lambeau. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, Richard did a hell of a job. It was a big game. Uh, I know they've had some adversity here over the second half of the season, and um, and we we said it on um, on Tuesday when we started. We we thought uh, our special teams had an advantage in this game, and thought we thought they had an opportunity to possibly win us the game. Um, be able to say that and um, to actually come to fruition, those guys pulled that off was huge for those guys and huge for our team. It was like the worst kept secret, Mike. Like water is wet, and the Packers special team sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And the sky's blue. I mean, and, and you know, San Francisco's down 10-3. to 3. They've trailed the whole game. It's now midway through the fourth quarter. And they go about, uh, I don't know, 10 to 12 plays or so. They get down to the Green Bay 19. And they try and run uh, Mitchell, the rookie, Elijah Mitchell, up the middle. And Rashawn Gary stops him, along with Devondre Campbell. And it's Packers ball, first and 10 from the 21. And, the, and Aaron Jones runs up the middle for a couple yards. Rodgers throws an incomplete pass to Devontae Adams. And then he gets sacked mm. for like the fifth time of the game. Aaron Rodgers got sacked uh, five times. He got hit six times. I mean, the, the 49ers, you know, even with some of the injuries they've had on their defensive line, guys on IR, they were still a, a tough, tough defensive front to deal with. And so Shanahan was asked, you know, when you c- couldn't convert on that fourth and one, you know, down at the Green Bay 19, did you think the game was over then? No, I was thinking that there's six minutes, and um, I hope we get the ball back and we get another chance. I mean, there was there was some decisions there. Um, I was thinking, you know, if we kicked it, you know, we were still going to need four points to come back, so we're going to have to score a touchdown regardless. Um, so I was hoping we could get it there. Um, you know, it looked I couldn't tell what happened, but they blew up. They blew it up. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, it's hard to smell anything if you're outside because the air freezes in your nose. Yes, everybody's under a wind chill advisory. Till about noon today, dangerous conditions out there. Minus 20 to minus 35 degrees, depending on where you are as far as wind chills. Daytime highs today under a partly sunny sky, about 11 degrees. I'm Pam Yankee. So glad you're along with us. We'll try to keep you warm and, more importantly, informed on what's happening with Wisconsin's food and farming industry. Today, okay, is the 26th day of January. On this day, back in 1905, the world's largest diamond is found. They found it in South Africa. They call it the Cullian, Cullian Diamond, and it weighed in at more than 3,106 carats. So that's almost a pound and a half. And it's been estimated at about a $2 billion value 
in U.S. dollars. They found it on this day in 1905. On this day in 1998, in a television statement, Bill Clinton denied having uh, sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. On August of 1998, Clinton admitted to having had an improper physical relationship with Monica Lewinsky, but it all started unraveling this day back in 1998. And happy birthday this morning to actress, comedian Ellen DeGeneres, hockey great Wayne Gretzky, and our very own Mr. Baseball. Happy birthday to Bob Euchre. And now you know. It's a Wednesday, and that means it's time again for us to visit with our friends from the Steffes Group. You know how to find them online. Steffes, that's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And in a moment, we'll also be talking about all their social media avenues that they use to not only educate you about what the Steffes Group is, but also future upcoming sales. Joining us as usual, Ashley Hewn from the Steffes Group. And, uh, you know, the thing about it, I was especially thinking about it this week, Ashley, is uh, you know, if you don't like venturing out in this kind of sub-zero snow-impacted weather situations around the Midwest, you don't have to because you guys literally provide everything online. And uh, we've got a few more details on that Wisconsin sale coming up a little bit later uh, this spring. Tell me more about that. You know, so we've got 375 acres, and it's about 8 miles southwest of Toma. So we're going to do an online sale that ends March 29th uh, for the real estate. And uh, then after the real estate's done, that same week, we're going to have a live cattle auction with the dairy cows. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks after that, we'll sell the equipment once all the cattle are gone. Let's talk a little bit also. You've got, uh, you're always looking for new talent, as are most of us. But I'm happy to announce that you found a Wisconsinite that's going to join your group, huh? Yes, we've just hired Jared Hitchens. He's right in Monroe. Um, and so it's about his second or third week right now, and he's off to running. We've got him running around looking at equipment already, and and again, um, we're just we're just so excited that we can have another person that uh, fill that void because you know all the people that are calling in, and and we try and get over to your farm right away as soon as you call. So. Right. What a great addition for us. Excellent. Congratulations. Welcome, Jared. Now, let's also talk about that pending deadline. If people are still looking at becoming a part of the Steffes Group with an auction, uh, be it uh, the whole thing, land, cattle, equipment, or just maybe pieces, you've got another deadline coming up for your big, uh, I guess I'll call it, spring catalog, Ashley. Tell them more about that. Yeah, so we put out four catalogs a year, so they come out quarterly. And our spring auction, that's going to have everything uh, from March on as far as auctions that are booked. So if you book your sale before the end of uh, January here, you'll be able to get in that book. And, you know, it goes out to over 100,000 people. And it's not a charge to you as the seller. Ashley Hewen, along with us from the Steffes Group, STE. F-F-E-S group.com. And I do want to remind you, you tap on that website, you're going to find all kinds of information there, including their price app that you can download. And then, of course, all those social media streams that will keep you informed on what's happening. Get your information in, though, before the end of January if you want to be included in their spring catalog. Steffes group.com. Ashley Hewn along with us with the Steffes Group.
Your relationship with your agribusiness providers could mean more this year than ever before. I'm P.M. Yonke inviting you to join us for the conversation. February 3rd and 4th, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells for the Corn Soy Expo, Wisconsin's premier grower event. Register today at cornsoyexpo.org. And while you're there, plan on joining me as I broadcast with my friends from Compure Financial on the trade show floor. Compure Financial, committed to agriculture in rural America. Go to compure.com and we'll see you on the trade show floor. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. What's happening in Washington, D.C.? What's happening with our weather patterns? How are you going to manage through supply chain issues in the growing season of 2022? I'm Pam Yankee, and they're talking about it all at the 2022 Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo, February 3rd and 4th at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Register today online, cornsoyexpo.org. And be sure to join me as I broadcast live with my friends from Compure Financial on the trade show floor. Compure Financial, committed to agriculture and rural America. Boy, lousy day yesterday in Chicago for our dairy product prices. Barrel cheese dropped seven cents to one seventy and a half. Forty-pound block cheese was down three and a half at one seventy-six. Double A butter down a full fourteen and three-quarter cents to two seventy a pound. In overnight trade, not a lot of positives. We've got March corn down a penny and a half. December new crop down a penny, five sixty-nine. March soybeans are down two. November new crop down three at 13.15. Even the wheat's lower this morning. March contracts are down 11. July new crop down 9, 7.99 a bushel. Our February milk is down a nickel, 19.86 a hundredweight. March milk's down 17 at 20.64 a hundredweight. They'll be expecting somewhere in the neighborhood of three to 400 farmers today down at the state capitol for Ag Day at the capitol. They'll begin their morning at the Monona Terrace Convention Center for lunch and a briefing, and then everybody will make their way to the state capitol to visit with their elected officials. Obviously, the weather could influence some of those numbers. Our own Stephanie Hoff is going to be along with the crew at both Monona Terrace and then at the state capitol. Follow us on social media, Fabulous Farm Babe. She'll be posting pictures and updates there. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When someone is injured in a bad crash, they probably know that smart, experienced attorneys can help. But if they've never hired an attorney before, it can be easy to put it off until later instead of calling right away to get the help they urgently need. Unfortunately, that delay can end up causing expensive losses on top of the harm someone has already suffered. At Clifford and Rihala, we understand how someone who has been injured in a crash may be confused or even scared to reach out for help. We understand how injuries, medical bills, and lost work can leave people exhausted and overwhelmed. Call Clifford and Rihala for a free consultation on your injury claim and work with experienced attorneys with a track record of success to help get you your maximum compensation. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. 
for justice, myjustice.com. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Em, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again. Alex is just and fine. adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We're having some fun today with Checkoff Chat. In studio with us, Ardelle Quam. For years now, she has been the face in the office. She's also been their compliance officer. And now she is getting to ready, ready to retire from the Wisconsin Beef Council. This Checkoff Chat's brought to you courtesy of your Beef Checkoff dollars. Remember, you can find out more online beeftips.com or Wisconsin Beef Council on uh, social media. Lots of different things that are going on at this time of the year. But first, I want to go back. Like I said, Ardell, how many years has it been that you've been with Beef Council? Just over 16. Yeah. And she's been involved in the industry her entire life, in case you didn't know that. Uh, how did you get hooked up with the Beef Council? Now, like I said, uh, you're in the industry yourself, you and Terry with uh, Marta Angus. But how did you decide that you wanted to get involved at Beef Council? Um, was looking for something a little bit more than just at home. And my husband had been on the board and been talking to John Freitag, who was the executive director back then. And the two of them were talking and Terry expressed that I was looking for a new job. And yeah. that was it. That's how it happens. That's how it happens in agriculture. Now, you're the compliance officer, aside from being the office manager, like I said, the face when you walk in. But tell people a little bit about why a compliance officer is necessary at the Wisconsin Beef Council. It's all tied to those checkoff dollars. Correct, Pam. Uh, monthly checkoff is submitted to the Wisconsin Beef Council. It goes actually through a lockbox at a bank, so no money has come into the office, just sort of a firewall so that nothing happens to that money. It's money that is collected from sales throughout the state, either through a locker market, a sale barn area, a packing plant. And then once a year, I will send out letters, usually in December, to different breeders, producers throughout the state that is in my database asking them to pay their dollar for the past year about any animals that they've sold either for breeding or direct to consumers, which has grown greatly in the last couple of years. Now, that uh, process in place, like she said, is all designed as a safety net to make sure that when you contribute that money, it goes specifically towards research, education, uh, promotion of our Wisconsin beef, of beef in general. So tell me a little bit more about what the Beef Checkoff does, Ardell, what you've seen not only as a producer yourself, but obviously as the compliance officer. Right. That dollar is collected, but only 50 cents of the dollar stays in Wisconsin. And with that 50 cents, 
your Wisconsin Beef Council, by direction of a board of directors, comes up with plans to educate consumers, educate school-age children. One of our um, programs is Beef in the Classroom, where we give grants out to schools that have applied, and they can buy beef to use in their classroom so that kids actually get a hands-on on the goodness of beef. And then we do have a nutritionist who can go to that classroom and educate and talk about the goodness of beef in a daily meal for them. Um, some of our other programs, we've got, we try to get out and talk to our um, educators, some of our health field, so that nurses, doctors, we try to go to some conventions that they have so that they understand that beef is good in your diet. Mm -hmm. And this is important if we're going to keep consumers liking beef, buying beef, which in end helps the producer that pays that dollar. Absolutely. And, you know, that investment, that's the other thing that we've been monitoring for years now. That investment by producers pays back big. I mean, this kind of return on investment any business would love to see. That is correct. Um, because you pay the dollar, what we found through research is that it actually brings back in over $11, almost $12 per head in value. Yeah, and that's the let's like I said, there's there's companies that would uh, love to see those kinds of returns on investment. Ardell Quam's in with us for checkoff chat this time around, getting ready to retire as compliance officer with the Wisconsin Beef Council. She's also been their office manager. So again, let's talk a little bit more on what you've noticed through the course of your career at Beef Checkoff or Beef Council, I should say, and, and how the checkoffs worked. There's always questions about how these monies are being used, misunderstandings. Has it gotten better over the course of your time as compliance officer? Do you think we're doing a better job helping growers understand where that money goes and how it can really make a difference educating our consumers today and in the future? I really do think so. Um, when I first started, I would get quite a few phone calls from producers saying, well, you you guys are just sitting there. You're not doing anything. I'm not seeing anything being done. What a lot of producers have to remember is when the checkoff was started 35 years ago, it was a dollar. It's still a dollar. And we really have to watch where we're spending that 50 cents that we're able to keep here in the state just because of the rise of everything else. We're still only dealing with 50 cents. So advertising rates, um, be it in paper, radio, TV, magazines. It used to be that we'd have ads in magazines. We'd be on TV. We just can't afford it because we haven't raised that dollar checkoff. You know, the good thing is, though, that uh, the national scene is a partner with Wisconsin to do different programs uh, and take it on a national scene. We've seen that where, the, you know, the beef it's what's for dinner started then went away for a little while, and now it's back again. That's a perfect example of how this partnership goes outside of Wisconsin's borders. Correct, because we give our 50 cents to them, but so do all the other states. So they're able to take all that money, make a bigger media presence that as a state or a standalone, we would not be able to do. We also have seen a lot of work uh, recently where Wisconsin is becoming the face of beef 
in other areas outside the United States. Central America, for example, that was one place where checkoff dollars were used to bring our Wisconsin beef producers face-to-face with that new market. So we do try to do what we can, uh, partnering with U.S. Meat Export Federation, which is a checkoff partner, and uh, still trying to make the case for Wisconsin beef. That is correct also, Pam, because there is a lot of parts of the beef that we don't eat here. And they're considered delicacies in other countries. So we're able to export those, but we also need to meet those buyers from other countries because they want to see the face of where this animal is coming from or this market is. You mentioned that uh, earlier on, Ardell, about how uh, today... The, the desire for consumers to know that producer. Now, I know you live that in your own beef production life, but, boy, that's got to be something you've really noticed also through your time with the Wisconsin Beef Council, how consumers want to see how you're doing, what you're doing on your farm, and get to know you. They do, and I think everybody wants more knowledge. And I think the consumer has taken an interest. They're two to three generations away from a farm, so they don't understand all what we're doing. So it's a chance for us to enlighten them and let them know that we care as a producer. I'll say that as a myself being a producer, I care about my animals. I don't want to see them suffer, and I don't want to see anybody else's suffer. So we're working a lot, and part of that is the BQA that um, the Wisconsin Beef Council helps with, and that's just quality assurance, making sure that... If an animal does have to be treated for something, say it's a cold, we all take a medicine. Why not help the animal too? So that all comes into play because most producers care about their animals. Yep, absolutely. Well, that's Ardell Quam. She's in studio with us, compliance officer with the Wisconsin Beef Council, now getting ready to ride off into the sunset. Watch out, Terry. Here she comes. And we do want to remind you, though, that if you ever have questions about how your beef checkoff dollars are being uh, spent, how they're being used, they're being partnered, they're being uh, really uh, spread across an awful lot of jobs and duties and programs and places, you can always go to beeftips.com. You can also make sure that you're subscribing to the Cattleman's Corner. They have a subscription that they're sending out via your e-newsletter called The Drive, and that's delivered monthly or quarterly, depending on what you want, and it helps you understand about local and national efforts that are involving checkoff dollars. Like I said, you can subscribe for The Drive at drivingdemandforbeef.com. And stay connected with what's happening with the Wisconsin Beef Council right here at home. Research, education, and promotion. That's what it's all about with your dollars. And now you know that there is uh, responsible people behind the scenes making sure those dollars are used properly. And that's at the Wisconsin Beef Council. Beeftips.com, Wisconsin Beef Council on social media. Happy retirement to our friends.